Who's a good little podcast listener? Who's a good podcast? You are. You're a good podcast listener. Yes, you are. So, welcome to For Quality Assurance, a podcast about the stories you don't necessarily think about with pets, because you might not have time to, or I may be the only one that finds it important. And it might not be important. It might just be interesting and fun. Uh... How is everyone doing? Good. So I'm, of course, here with Steak and George and Dangerfield, my ferret, and two turtles. Steak has just woken up from in a panic, gone to the bathroom. Not that he's sick, but ferrets are very surprised by everything in their lives. It's one of the joys of them is uh, everything shocks them. So he had to go to the bathroom. That was quite shocking to him. He woke up very itchy. Um, but now he's calmed down. He's, he's, he's uninterested by me. He's licked his lips and has gone to bed. So, speaking of ferrets, I wanted to talk about, uh, uh, if you don't know what ferrets were domesticated for, they are part of the ratter family, uh, which is things meant to kill rodents. Uh, that's what we domesticate a large amount of animals to do. Um, pretty much, uh, if you don't want to get really into specifics, half of the animals we domesticate are to eat, and half of the animals are to uh, kill pests. And then there's some in-between along those lines. Now, ferrets, because of this, are incredibly, A, uh, deductive and, and not deductive. They're not deductive at all. They're very clever. They can get inside of stuff. They can figure out how to break things very easily. It's their best skill. With steak, for example, I used to give him T-shirts to... Um, sit in and lie in. It's very adorable, and he would sometimes crawl into my, my, my clothing and sit in there. And one day I came back, and a whole part of a shirt was missing. And when I say a part, I don't mean like, uh, 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 like, like, like a chunk. <laughs> I'm talking, oh my god, we need to go to the hospital. Um, <laughs> my ferret has eaten an entire shirt. And I'm actually getting a little bit choked up right now because it was very emotional. It's very scary to come home and see that your pet has, has eaten... Like 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 a, a whole object in your house. It's I'm, I didn't expect to get so sad, but it was a very scary couple hours. And, and, and a steak ended up passing it, as many ferrets do. Um, when they do things like this, the bigger danger is actually um, in the thing we're going to talk about today, which is in pet toys. In my opinion, uh, when a, when an animal gets into an object it's not supposed to have, well, that's something we can prevent, right? We can change the way our houses are laid out. We can uh, uh, move things. We can get locks on things, safety things. That's the fault of me. That's my fault. Who speaks like that? That is the fault of me, my this, uh, my, my lord. Um, so uh, when it becomes really issue is when you trust the animal with an object um, and it ends up being uh, destroyed because you thought they could be left alone with it. This has also happened with steak. Pretty much with ferrets, and I know that when I give this advice, um, I know not a lot of you are ferret owners. That's just the stats of, of, of owning ferrets. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is test stuff out with every animal. But if, if I know with steak, if he can get his mouth around it, if he can fully get his mouth around it, it means that he will uh, destroy it. He will absolutely um, uh, just tear it to parts and tear it to shreds and probably, probably eat it. Um, so steak cannot be trusted with anything that isn't invincible. So this started a long quest with me to how to find something that was uh, safe for my, my ferret. Uh, tough weeks for steak. I had to take all of the, the nice pants and t-shirts out of his, 
uh, his cage that he got to sleep in. He had this nice little bed, and I had to go. And he was it was really sad for a while because we didn't have a lot of toys that I felt safe putting in there to give him some cushioning and, and to do stuff with because he was very obsessed and still sort of is obsessed with trying to destroy uh, clothing. It's not something that's gone away. So I shopped and shopped and shopped and tried stuff with him and would just wait for him to eat it and, and then take it away. There are a lot of good products out there right now. I would recommend there's a product that makes everything out of uh, fire hoses if you're looking for fabric type things for ferrets uh, that are safe for them to be in. Because no matter what people say, ferrets will eventually e eat all they, – they can destroy your the clothing and pants and stuff you put in them. And almost all ferrets at some point try to eat fabric. So – this brings me to my to where I ended up landing with steak, which is um, Kong toys. Steak, despite being only a couple pounds and very squishy and adorable and sleepy, uh, needs to only have uh, the biggest Kong toys you can buy. And I buy the black ones, which are uh, made of the most durable material they make Kong toys out of. And I actually have to modify them. I have to. I take a. Um, I take a uh, an exacto knife. Uh, which is one of the only things that can do it, and I very slowly and very carefully uh, peel the top half of the ex of the Kong off because the front is so small that Steak can actually work his way through the Kong toy and, and, and rip it to pieces. So this got me thinking: where does where does I mean Kong? If you don't know what Kong is, they're these uh, toys. They look like um, if you ever had that toy as a kid. Uh, I don't think they make it anymore because kids are getting better and better tastes. But it was just a series. It was a it, it was a stick, and you could put a series of of donuts on top of it, <laughs> which I guess was a game. You couldn't now listen. You couldn't throw if you don't know the toy. You couldn't throw the discs onto it. The plastic made it impossible to like throw the disc onto it, and it was never meant to throw the disc onto it. You were just meant to take this cone and put. Uh, tubes of donuts on top of it. I'll try and get a picture of it and put it up with the episode. I didn't think this would be the episode picture, but that's the only thing a Kong toy looks like, and it's the worst toy, but I still have fond memories of it. Isn't that funny? And so, toys from one animal to the other, I want to tell you about the history of Kong, which I actually thought was amazing. So these Kong toys are really pretty much invincible. I know that with dogs that don't have as, as much fine hand motor skills, you know, steak can really reposition things to, to cause trouble. And that's, that's, that's why we get into problems with these. But the idea of them is that you put a treat in there and a dog is so distracted at trying to get the treat out that it, he doesn't know he's playing. Or you can just have it as a toy. Uh, Kong makes a great line of pets. They also make a line of... Uh, fabric toys that are made from this weave that, that is not the Firehose brand, um, but it, it's, it's pretty strong as well. Um, so I wanted to look into the history of Kong, and I thought what I would find was a fairly bland story. I thought I would find the story of, uh, you know, someone who, who, who does things with, you know, chemicals, and someone who figured out a, a new way to, to, to make rubber. And I'm sure that there are a lot of people at Kong that they're, they're not pub publicizing about... Uh, who, who developed some of these better parts. But I actually got this, the story of Joe Markham, who, and if you go to Kong.com, you can find, or KongCompany.com, I can't just make up websites. I, can't, I do that all, do you ever do that? You just decide, oh, uh, D, uh, G, GMC? GMC.com, that's uh, their website. No, you have to know, you can't just make it up. Um, so Joe Markham is a, it was, a, was a vet, he was a, um, a policeman, and he had a police dog, which uh, it will give you – that's another whole other fascinating history that uh, other other people have done better. But police dogs is a, a great history. Um, but 
his 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 police dog, retired police dog, was you know a, a police dog. It was a, it was a, that's a tough animal. Joe was sick, as they say on their website. Hold on. Uh, it was he was uh hold on. This is great. I could just make up the quote. It's a one paragraph thing. I could have looked at it the whole time. Um, he didn't like how uh, uh he would he would uh, destroy things. The dog, Fritz quote. Did not love his destructive chewing habits. God, that was not worth the wait. <laughs> so he said he would chew on rocks. Same thing with st- that I'm talking about with steak. The animal, uh, in lieu of there being a good toy, decided to do dangerous things. So Joe is working on a, a, a VW Macrobus, as they say in the um, uh, a song about Alice's Restaurant. And uh, he's throwing parts away and finds a piece of rubber suspension. It falls, it falls into Joe's lap, and the dog starts to play with it. The bounce and, the, and the, 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 the toughness of it inspired him. Now, they have a great picture on the site of, of Joe, and he has this metal what, – what I assume he must have invented just for this purpose. It's like a metal vice, but it has teeth on it, not like teeth like, like as if you needed to grip something with a vice. Like It's just metal teeth, and he is squeezing a Kong ball – as hard as he can. And uh, he invented this toy. Wait, that's probably important. I believe in the 70s. I, yes, somewhere in the 70s. I know that. It's not on their site, which I think would be important. But um, has to be has to be at least later than uh, when, when uh, police dogs were a thing. So that is the story of Kong. Pretty cool stuff. I also found on here, maybe we'll do an episode about him, but... Um, this uh, this guy who I had heard about uh, extraneously, uh, Dr. Mugford, is somehow connected to the company, but I couldn't find. So if you're from Kong or you know someone at Kong, tell me if Dr. Mugford, who wrote a book about police dogs, uh, is somehow connected to the company. Sorry if you're hearing him. I'll, I'll excuse myself every time, but there's a buzz if I have to click around on things on the computer while, while I talk to you. But... Uh, Dr. Mugford wrote a book about police dogs and, and, and aggression in dogs, so I, I'm, I'm very curious as to why he's coming up in a couple articles as connected to Kong, but on Kong's website, he's not there. Um, if you know anything, that's also a very interesting character to know about Dr. Mugford. Um, but thank you guys for listening. This has been for Quality Assurance, and I just want to remind you, if you have anything about animals that you think we should know if you have an interesting story drop us an email at ourherocomic at gmail.com that's like your hero my hero no our hero comic at gmail.com um and of course go to your local library and request the movie that i made about pet history called hamsters of history where do where do hamsters come from it's a great if nothing else i think it's very important to understand our modern pet industry in watching this movie but if nothing else you will seem very interesting to other people or, or, well, hold on. Let me give some disclaimers. You will think you seem very interesting to other people. There are a large amount of people that still don't really care about rodents. But I know you do because you listen to this show. Drop us a line anytime you want. Rate, review on iTunes or don't. Whatever. We really just want to hear from you and your pets. Send me pictures of your pets. That's what I think I want. Send me. I'm, you, can, you can tweet at us, or, or, but I'd rather get them an email. OurHeroComic at gmail.com, and maybe we'll have on, on one of the episodes a featured pet, and we'll, 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 we'll show a picture of it. Or maybe I'll just get more pictures of pets than I normally get from the internet or from my life. Uh, both seem like good scenarios. So send us pictures of your pets, tell us you're listening, 
And guys, this is week two that we're back, so I'm really happy that uh, everyone's listening and tuning in. We took a break for a while. Thank you so much. Hey, have a good day. Or, you know what? That seems like a lot of pressure. Squish your animals. We need, we need some sort of way to say goodbye here. Okay, why don't you leave the radio on for me and I'll chew on, on, on my foot for a while while you go to work. Okay.